Lights, camera, action. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Table Reads, the podcast where we take scripts that have never been filmed and read them so that you might experience the joy of terrible writing that Hollywood has tried to deny you. Your hosts on this tour of unproduced dreck are Sean McBee and me, Trevor Thompson, who have written enough terrible nonsense together and apart that it should keep this show running forever. 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 And well on our way to forever. We're on episode five here of Table Reads. Forever. It seems like only moments ago we did episode four. It's crazy. It seems like that to to you and I. Yes. To everyone else, it's been an interminable wait. Well, this is interminable, which is a word I know what the meaning of is. Uh, Seeming to go on forever with no end. That's what I know it means. (laughs) Well, you know, people have been like, whoa, what the fuck is going to happen when this guy gets his cheating girlfriend to fucking Denny's? (laughs) Way to sell it. Like, they've been losing sleep. You are selling it, Sean. Way to go. (laughs) Uh, They're losing sleep, man. They're, like, writing letters and shit, probably, to each other. (laughs) (laughs) what do you think's gonna happen on the next episode of table reads how do you think they're gonna do it with that by the way 13 script pages in the script for episode one we got to go a little faster this time dude well yeah yeah but uh can i uh, ask you you, it's it's our show's getting popular i heard chris hardwick is gonna start a new show called talking table reads where they just talk about our show after (laughs) So now we pick up uh, where we left off. I'm sure you listened to the last episode, everybody, where uh, mopey asshole Norman has departed from his mopey asshole friend Nikon to go to the beach where he found his girlfriend fucking some guy named Hank. And then he said he didn't want to lose her and he would spend more time with her. Want, want and hey, to, can I buy want, you a hot chocolate Want to lose her, not want a loser. It, it sounded like you said, I don't want a loser. Oh, Yeah. That's, Sorry. that's why I wrote so stiffly in there, so things were clear. Um, <laughs> that's a reference to last week's episode, ladies and gentlemen. That you listened to, so we don't need to explain it. Good point. So, uh, let's get started. And you know what we should do? We should have you. Sh- <laughs> we should have a thing indicating when we're starting to actually read the script, where Don Capone goes like, fade in. So... Let's pretend that Don Capone just said, fade in. Fade in. Interior, Denny's, night. There aren't many people in the restaurant at this hour. Those that are there carry the look of people to whom the idea of sleeping is a thing to be reminisced about. Unshaven, their eyes. (laughs) Yeah, man, I'm I'm fucking. You're describing the Star Wars bar. (laughs) I'm putting the atmosphere in that shit. Uh, unshaven, their eyes droop, and one hand is always curled around a coffee mug, a cigarette dangling from nearly every lip. Back when that was a thing that could happen! <laughs> In contrast, the few members of the staff that are present are apparently accustomed to this late hour, always ready with a coffee refill as their shift grinds on. Also unaffected by the cloud of sleep that this hour brings are Kristen and Norman, who are just walking through the door. Not waiting to be seated, Norman grabs two menus and goes to seat himself. The hostess looks up from where she's having her cigarette at the bar. 
<laughs> that didn't happen at our Denny's. <laughs> the hostess looks up from where she's having her cigarette at the bar and seeing who it is, nods a greeting. Hey, Norm. I wanted to do her. Oh, go ahead. You do, Patty. Hey, Norm. <laughs> hey, Patty. Chuck working? He's upstairs, hon. Uh, by the way, this is this is the hostess, Patty, played by Harvey Firestein. Oh, great. <laughs> Norman nods and heads to the slightly raised smoking section. Kristen follows just behind him. They slide in on either side of a worn booth. Can I be Chuck? Some foam coming out of a hole in the seat on Norman's side. I want to be Chuck. Kristen promptly lights a cigarette. I know how you're going to read Chuck. <laughs> well, get, tell me if I get it wrong, because I, I can correct it. You're going to read him as French Stewart, right? Ooh, good point. I wasn't. <laughs> I think I will do that, yes. Because Chuck, uh, Chuck is based on a real Denny's waiter, and he did look like French Stewart. Just like French Stewart. Just like him, yeah. Um. Actually, I'm not going to uh, do him as French Stewart. I'm going to do him as his character from Third Rock, Harry. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what. What else does anybody know f- about French Stewart? Yeah, except- fair, fair enough. That's <laughs> <laughs> just got fun. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen promptly lights a cigarette and looks at her menu. Norman opens his but doesn't actually look at it. Their waiter, Chuck, arrives and immediately sets a hot chocolate down in front of Norman. Hey guys, how are you doing tonight? Chuck, it's always a better night when you're around. You stop. Christian, what can I get you, hon? Jesus, I do a terrible French Stewart. Yes, you do. Maybe you should do it. Oh, I don't remember. All I can all I remember about French Stewart's voice really is ignore the saline content. All right, so maybe I should do Chuck as Chuck, like how we remember Chuck talking. Sure, go ahead. <clears throat> Hey, guys, how you doing tonight? Chuck, it's always a better night when you're around. You stop. Kristen, what can I get you, hon? Oh, sorry. Just a Coke, I guess. You guys going to be eating tonight? Norman turns around and looks toward the service window. Then he leans conspiratorially over to Chuck. (laughs) Who's in the kitchen? Chuck responds just as conspiratorially. Don't worry about it. Well, I just ate, so how about we split a sampler? Chuck looks to Kristen for her approval. She nods, and he takes their menus. I'll be back in a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Did she talk like that? Kind of. A few minutes. Well, I don't know. How do you? That's a long time ago. How would you do, Chuck? In the ass? But a moment. (laughs) That's what he would want. Yes. Um, Chuck goes off to fulfill his duties. Norman and Kristen sitting. Duties. I quit. I I quit the podcast. Duties. Duties. Norman and Kristen sit in silence for a moment. Then Norman lets out a sigh. Sig. (sighs) Norman, I'm I'm sorry about earlier. I I really am. I just miss you. She begins to run her foot up his leg to his crotch. I need you around more, baby. (laughs) This is unfortunate phrasing. I really like that that we get to play this together. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so she runs her foot up to his crotch. And the next line in the direction is, 
Norman Stiffens. <laughs> like Bugs Bunny fucking. <laughs> now we're fun. <laughs> Norman Stiffens and forcefully but gently moves her foot, shaking his head no. Now, if you can just stop that for a second, I'll tell you something. I can't promise that I'll get any more free time. I do have certain obligations. No, you fucking don't. Well, he's a fucking layabout. He does goddamn nothing. I do have certain obligations. He does two you know, hours. The, he does two hours of dishes a night. The, the couch. Yeah, right. You know, gravity can't hold that all day. <laughs> Sometimes you got to give it some butt time. Let's get some butt I, time in. I can promise that any and all free time will be spent with you. Fair. I think that's fair enough. I'll have my lawyers draw up papers in the morning. <laughs> that was you, Sean. They, yeah. They have a brief laugh. Titter, titter. <laughs> a briefcase laugh. Anyway, dear, I'm going to go powder my nose. Indicating cigarette. Can you put that thing out before you go? I can only stand so much cancer in one night. Kristen rolls her eyes and puts out the cigarette. Happy? You've no idea. She gives him a quick kiss on the lips as she goes to the restroom. Norman begins looking at the dessert menu for lack of anything better to do. He's interrupted by a feminine voice. It's it's Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Michelle. It's I Michelle. know it's I know it is. Um, Wait, are you playing and Michelle? I'm Michelle, I? right? Oh, you are? God damn, you're gonna be doing all this shit talking to yourself. <laughs> How about I do her just for the scenes where she's with Norman? Okay. Interesting reading. Not looking up. It says here that states defined as a social structure in which hierarchical and centralized decision making affected a substantial population evolved around 3500 BC in greater Mesopotamia. Judging by evidence from the early Uruk period in which some 50 settlements all seem to have fit into three groups in terms of size, indicating differing levels of political administration. Dude, you need to kill yourself. <laughs> I did not write that. That is not me. <laughs> no, that's that's me. The owner of the voice, because he's looking at, at his As dessert menu. menu. Yeah. See, is why it's funny. Yeah, that 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 wasn't that wasn't printed there. That wasn't like a fun fact on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> he actually he actually committed all that to memory just so that she would fucking have something smarmy to say to somebody later. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why he's an asshole. Yes, and that's the kind of thing I would have done back then. That, yeah, but that's the kind of shit that we. That's do. the kind of shit we wished we could do. This is like more of the fantasy of of you know. That's not. Yeah, this is the boy version of a Mary Sue. Yeah, you want to get the owner of the voice, Michelle, is now standing at his side as he finally looks up. Michelle, who, by the way, you might as well just picture her as as I pictured her, which is Mia Kirshner, but young Mia Kirshner, yeah. not like now Mia Kirshner, like yeah. the Crow City of Angels Mia Kirshner. Very good. She's a beautiful young woman with dark hair and nice curves. Uh -uh. She is dressed conservatively, but suffers from no shortage of sexiness. <laughs> <laughs> If Norman notices it, he makes no indication. All that on the dessert menu? Yeah, right here under the picture of the key lime pie. <laughs> Hi, Norman. Norman smirks With no like a douchebag. No period either. <laughs> yeah. Like a douchebag, I pointed that out. Hey, Michelle. Didn't I kind of ever call you? No, he called. Mind if I sit? Norman gestures to the seat across from him. 
I was actually just going to meet up with him, but I thought I'd come over and say hi. How you doing? Well, pretty good, I guess. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, actually, I take that what the fuck back. Why? Pretty good, I guess. I mean, for someone who just caught his girlfriend impaled on some jock's dick. What? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Wasn't me impaled on a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that he had actually said that. I know. I wish that was the line. What's the matter with me? That's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, it wouldn't be in this script. <laughs> yeah, of course not. Uh, read your line again. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Norman shrugs. We've kind of patched things up, I guess. Chuck comes back with a sampler and a Coke. He looks at Michelle and back to Norman. <laughs> you changed girls on me. I'll scratch your eyes out. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't say that. You changed girls on me. Kristen's in the restroom. This is Michelle. Michelle, Chuck. Nice to meet you. Anything I can get you? Uh, no, thanks. I was here with some friends. I just came over to say hi. Well, let me know if you change your mind. Anything else I can get for you, Norm? I'm good, Chuck. Thanks. Chuck takes his leave. <laughs> Farewell, good sir. Go on into the <laughs> night. <laughs> Chuck, takes, take your leave of this scene. And <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Chuck a, takes uh, a smoke poof and a swirl of a cape and he's gone. <laughs> Could you get any more dramatic? Jesus. <laughs> Chuck takes his leave. <laughs> he just stops coming to work for a while. <laughs> Stop it, asshole. You didn't said we needed to move faster. Because he's pregnant. <laughs> Chuck takes his leave. So, you two doing okay? What happened? Interior, Denny's restroom. Moments later, Kristen walks out of a stall and looks at herself in the mirror. She Just... begins applying some lipstick and, in the mirror, she notices a condom machine on the wall behind her. Oh, God. She grins as she finishes applying the lipstick and... On her way out, throws some coins into the machine, extracting a condom. Yeah, get Interior. it, get it, audience. She's a whore. That's what we're saying. <laughs> Interior, Denny's. Norman it, and as Michelle. If you didn't know it by the scene before, where she was, her introduction is her getting fucked in the ass on a beach or something like that, right? <laughs> it wasn't in the ass. Well, it may as well have been. I mean, it, the whole point was that the first time you see her, she's getting drilled. Yeah, getting drilled like a fucking Texas shale field. Getting filled out like an application. Yeah, that one sounds familiar. Um, Michelle listens as Norman finishes his tale. She has a sympathetic, saddened look. I mean, I can see her point. I really should spend more time with her. So in a way, it is partially my fault. But hasn't she done this to you before? A, a couple of times? Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I think now we're really starting to go somewhere. Know what I mean? If I want the relationship to go anywhere, I need to put in the time. And if I do, then she won't need to have distractions. Michelle leans across the table a bit. Norm, listen to me. You deserve better. I mean, I don't mean to pry, but... Then don't. What a douche. I know, right? You know what? Actually, uh, D.B. Sweeney said that to me once, and I was like, that guy's a fucking asshole. I wonder if that was before this. Wow. I wonder if that's an homage to your moment with D.B. Sweeney. 
Um, look, I'm sorry. It's just that Michelle sees Kristen walk out of the restroom. I'm sorry. I'll talk to you later. Okay. I really need to go meet up with Nikon. Sure. Bye. Michelle has vacated the spot just in time to escape Kristen's notice. I guess there is a Michelle shaped cloud sitting there for a moment. <laughs> I stood. Yeah. I literally, you literally have a fucking, like you just refuse to say, you don't want to keep writing. She leaves. She comes, she goes, they exit, they enter. <laughs> just don't want to say that. And I know, um, yeah. No, it's, it's just, we, I had a problem with, I have no problem with she or they or whatever, but in this instance, it's, it's uh, illustrating that it was close. It was oh, closeness. Good point, I guess. She vacated the spot just in time to escape Kristen's notice. Kristen sits back down, giving Norman a kiss. Miss me? Cut to interior, Norman and Nikon's apartment. Now you Nikon's have to be Michelle. Later. <clears throat> Nikon is reclined on his bed, a single mattress sitting directly on the floor with his back against an undecorated wall. <laughs> Michelle is sitting at the foot of the bed. By the way, that, of- that's completely contradictory to what we would have done in the original thing. With uh, like his room would have been decked out if it was Sterling coming over to his room. Yeah, because that would have been the Nikon that was like, "This plan is foolproof." Yeah, that he the the fucking cokehead that doesn't do any drugs. Yeah, you 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 took him from like a spaz machine to eeyore well he originally I mean, you was, took him from tigger to eeyore he was he was basically supposed to be you know originally lord nikon not just in name but also in personality no your original nikon was not like lord nikon no i didn't come your out original that nikon way. was more like cereal yeah yeah whatever so you took him from tigger to eeyore is what you did i'm a, I'm a brilliant man sean what can i say anything but that <laughs> Um, Norman, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Michelle is sitting at the foot of the bed, piles of clothes and scrap of paper all around. Scraps of the only paper. other furniture. <laughs> Why are there scraps of paper? Is he? Because he's writing down his feelings. Oh, for fuck's sake! On whatever is at hand, I guess. Yeah. It's just messy. Your room was always full of scraps of paper. That's probably where I got that. Okay. The only other furniture in the room is a bookcase, completely filled. He reads, people. He reads. Get it. And a roughly chair-shaped lump of clothing. <laughs> Sitting next to Nikon on the bed is a copy of Catcher in the Rye. Oh, laid Jesus. flat open to keep the place. By the way, I just I probably did just finish reading that book when this w- would have been done. I I read it while working at the hotel, which is where I read the script, wrote the script. Interesting. Uh, so. But I read it in like one day, like in one shift. I just sat down and I read it. I didn't even like get up to pee and I finished the book. And then I learned that it took him 10 years to write it. I was like, God damn. Really? What a weird time differential. Like I wrote this. I spent 10 years writing this book. I spent five hours reading it. <laughs> uh, Catcher in the Rye. Laid flat open to keep the place. You need to play Michelle. I, I really don't get it, Nike. Half an hour ago, she's screwing some guy on the beach, and ten minutes ago, Norman's getting defensive because I told him that he deserves better. Love can give you wings, and you'll soar through the clouds, but it'll take your eyes, so that can't, so that you can't see where you're going. Who said that? That can't be from something. That that has to be us 
coming no, up that with is a us. quote. That is us. It's one of us. Okay. Let me try it again. Love can give you wings and you'll soar through the clouds, but it'll take your eyes so that you so that you can't see where you're going. Who said that? My dad. It's the advice he gave me when I was when I had my first crush. I was six. Well, it fits here too. Do you know why she cheated on him? Because he's never around. She got lonely. What really bothers me is that he falls for it. They've been together a long time. He wants to fall for it because, really, he wants to have wasted all that time. You're 23. Dude, that's how you feel then. Yeah. Everything's so important at that age. So weird. It's like, oh, what am I going to do? It's like, you're going to move on. Um, uh, But she won't stop Nikon. She's going to keep hurting him, and he's going to keep falling for her excuses. He really deserves better. Excuse uh, me, what are you laughing at? Your fucking voice, dude. <laughs> Go ahead. Dude, your girl voice sounds like just I know, you. I know, because I'm a girl. I have girl parts. Michelle slumps down, elbows on knees, head in hand. <laughs> head in hand is... Nikon scoots to the end of the bed and sits with her, putting an arm around her shoulders. Got God, it. that sounds awkward. Yeah, yeah, it does. Got it. Pretty. It. it, it you know what it's, it sounds like? It sounds like fucking community theater, like actor business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Pretty bad, huh? Fucking property got you down, old chum. <laughs> uh, you just mentioned actor business, though, and I realized that that might have actually been. Uh, an influence on me was the clerk's commentary. Yeah. When he's painting her toenails or fingernails, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, that's when we learned what business was. Yeah, it's like you had to have something to do so they weren't just talking. Yeah. But, but you actually there. have to have like pe- things that people would actually do in a scene, not awkward moving around just because you have to, they can't just stand there staring at each other. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a movie where every, every, every scene is just people staring at each other and talking. And then when the scene's over, they just turn around and walk in opposite directions. <laughs> just call it, yeah. It's a whole movie with about a whole bunch of straight arm literal psychopaths. <laughs> they just look people dead in the eye. <laughs> and, and and every shot is a, is either a three quarter shot or a fucking straight on shot. Well, our conversation has ended. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Turn around, full one eighty. <laughs> walk away. <laughs> I want to do that now. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. Um, and sits with her, putting arm, putting an arm around her shoulders. Got it. Pretty bad, huh? Michelle smiles a sad smile and, with a nod, lets Nikon engulf her in a hug. More shitty business. Why do we always love the ones we can't have? Not even Dad knew that one. (laughs) He came up with that fucking great quote. So So we're all fucked. (laughs) (laughs) If he couldn't figure it out, who possibly could? Yeah. Oh, Uh, boy. Cut to interior Denny's. Same. Norman and Kristen are picking at their sampler, not saying much. It's a great relationship, folks. (laughs) Kristen looks up at Norman and grins. All this food is making me hungry. Norman looks up, confusion apparent on his face. Then eat it. (laughs) Counter McLeod. I don't don't remember why, but that all... 
that line always was Connor McLeod in my head. Yeah. I don't know what it's from. Why I it's think it was probably a joke that you that you made. I don't know. I didn't make I wasn't into making jokes. Oh, oh, time. I know why. I know why. Because uh sheep stomach stuffed with meat and barley. You eat it. Sounds revolting. What do you what do, do, you with, do it? with it? You eat it. Then eat it. Uh, good point. Yes. That's what it was. Same cadence, sort of. Norman looks up, confusion apparent on his face. Then eat it. No, silly. I mean, it makes me hungry for your dick. That's so horrible. <laughs> Norman chokes a bit, She's then hungry. with a cough, swallows his food and regains his composure. <coughs> oh, really? Norman grabs his hot chocolate and moves over to be on the same side of the table as Kristen. He sits down and with two fingers on her chin, guides Kristen in for a kiss. God, I'm an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Just really hope are. I die in the past. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I couldn't help but notice that you weren't wearing matching panties with that skirt. I love a man with an eye for detail. Norman puts his hand on her thigh and begins rubbing. Grabbing his hand, she pushes it higher. Much higher. Vagina higher. Lungs higher. <laughs> Cut to- He's all up in it. <laughs> Just up to the elbow. <laughs> like he's like he's delivering a calf in a Billy Crystal movie. Yay, Norman. That's the calf's name. <laughs> yeah, that was the calf's name. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the connections. Wow. Well, good job, Trevor. Thanks. Yep. Cut to interior, Norman and Icon's apartment later. Our Norman, not Icon the cow. <laughs> yeah, not, not the cow. Hello. <laughs> I want to watch that Norman movie and Mich- I know, right? Even the second one was good. Yeah, Curly's Gold was good. Yeah. There's something wrong with your cow. I was trying to milk it, and I'm just pulling and pulling and pulling and nothing. Not a drop. The cow's name is Norman. <laughs> I'll just go wash up. <laughs> I didn't get that when I was younger. Really? I did. I don't I don't think I got it. Maybe I did. I don't know. Ah, that was good. That's good stuff. Um, Let's go back to the bad shit. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've regaled you with a bit of gem fucking writing. Yeah. And performance. Here's the shit. Back to the shit. Uh, interior, Norman and Nikon's apartment. Later. Norman and Michelle walk out of Nikon's room. Nikon, Nikon carrying Nikon. catcher no, no, in the no, ride. No, 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 no. Nikon and Michelle walk out of Nikon's room. What did I say? Norman and, and Michelle. That would have been really confusing for me to say that. I don't know what's going on. Nikon and Michelle walk out of Nikon's room. Nikon carrying catcher in the rye. They head to the kitchen. What do you think I can do to get Norman to notice me? <laughs> Take your clothes off. Uh, hell, I don't know. Maybe you should come visit when I'm not here. Then he wouldn't assume you're here to see me because you wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Nikon opens up the fridge and gets out a couple of beers, handing one to Michelle. I wish Kristen didn't have him so whipped. She said, like a dude. Well, also, like, you know... <laughs> She's going to get a whip dude if she finds whatever. That's another topic for another day. They go into the living room and sit on the couch bench. 
Seriously, what do you see him in? <laughs> this is his boy. <laughs> he's just yeah. cock, he's cock flocking him right off the bat. <laughs> Seriously, what do you see in him anyway? Actually, when the three of us used to hang out in high school, I thought he was an asshole. All right, so We're start- fucking nailed it. What happened? <laughs> I, I thought he was an asshole. He was always too involved in getting stoned to actually associate with people. Oh, wow. He made him a stoner? A former stoner. It's like, how can I make this character different from me? I know. He smokes the drugs. (laughs) Smoking the reefer. Um, Too involved in getting stoned to actually associate with people. We both were. At least you talked to me when I was there. Like on shrugs. But when you guys started working with Randall and quit all the drugs, there was just something there. He had this inner light. It's weird. I, I get giddy every time he smiles. I feel like I'm in middle school. So tell him. Talk like you're middle school. Yeah, right. So tell him. I can't. Why not? Because I'm a coward. <laughs> I a king of the forest. Shell, even cowards can confess their love. Trust me. Michelle straightens noticeably. You talk to Sterling? Nikon nods less than enthusiastically. Well? And then we cut cut right there. (laughs) Yep. Okay, we go to something else. It's it's, it's visual. It's a flashback that we don't tell anybody. It's a flashback. Okay. Interior, Sterling's apartment, day. Nikon is standing in a nice, clean apartment... (laughs) I like that we had to specify. It's clean. We it's do clean, have, y'all. We do it's not like every it. other place we've been. This yeah. one's clean. We uh, this bitch lives. This bitch lives in Ascot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The uh, uh, the model for that was Sarasota versus Bradenton. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, <clears throat> interior Sterling's apartment day. Nikon is standing in a nice, clean apartment, talking to an attractive blonde woman who is sitting on a couch in front of him. Their voices cannot be heard, but their body language makes up for that. Nikon shifts his feet, head down, arms unsure where they should be. Sterling looks almost sad, leaning forward with her head tilted to one side as she speaks. Well, this is voiceover. This is voiceover. Well, I went to her place and we just hung out for a little bit. I tried to be poetic like Dad would have been. Telling her how the sun shines brighter when she's there or something, but I'm not good at talking. <laughs> or or even talk or even <laughs> speaking to a woman. Jesus. So finally I just said it. <laughs> I wanna put my cock in you. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it. I wanna fuck. How would you like to have a the- pancake batter in your hootie booty? <laughs> I don't know. I, I want that to be a hashtag soon. Hashtag hootie booty. Make it happen, people. Pancake in the hootie booty. Pancake batter in the hootie booty. That's a long hashtag. I mean, there's only so many characters you can use on it. It's worth it. It's like Maybelline. Um, So finally, I just said it. Nikon uh, speaking to Sterling. Nikon speaking to Sterling pauses. He draws in a breath for the first time. Apparently, he just has been exhaling (laughs) the whole movie. This is some bad shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nikon speaking to Sterling. Oh, speaking to Sterling. So we're back in the scene, but with audio now. Pauses. He draws in a breath, looks up at her, and sets his jaw. I'm sorry. I'm in love with you. Sterling's eyes go wide with surprise. Back to interior, Norman and Icon's apartment continues. <laughs> it's like a Japanese soap opera. Her eyes go wide with surprise. <gasps> oh, Otiko! <laughs> and then Michelle's eyes are wide with anticipation. But Nikon takes a swig of his beer. Yeah, let that bitch stew in her anticipation again. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> Michelle leans forward more. It worked. He's like, I got this, bitch. I know how to tell a story. Beer. <laughs> Where the fuck are we? I have no idea. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll start I, I had to get off. Michelle's the eyes are wide with anticipation. Nikon takes a swig of his beer. Oh. Michelle leans forward more. He doesn't get the clue. Does well, he, does he what ever? What did she say? Hmm. Oh, usual. Back to interior. Sterling's apartment. Continuous. Nikon, we're great friends, and you know I love you. <laughs> but not now. Okay, she's going to be Southern, all right? She's going to be Tiff. Yeah. Nikon, we're great friends, and you know I love you. But not in that way, hon. Nikon just stands there, blinking a few times. I really hope when we shot this, I had to fucking stand there and blink three times. <laughs> blink three times if you've just gotten your heart dumped. <laughs> I'm laughing because that was so bad. It was terrible. Oh, man. I just I want to go back in time two minutes and kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, okay? Oh, wait. That's you. That's me. Sit down, okay? You don't understand. Please? Nikon sits next to her on the couch. We've known each other for a long time, and you're one of my best friends. The truth is, you're much more like a brother to me. But when I think about you, I wake up screaming. With his hands. I wake up screaming. <laughs> but no, God, this is another like really poorly written... Because another, how does this read to you? When I think about you, I he makes an odd gesture with his hands. I jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> What's he supposed to be doing? What is this all about? <laughs> <laughs> when I think about you, I just oh, oh dude, ah. oh man, right to the rim. Wow. Um. He makes an odd gesture with his hands, as if trying to form the words out of the air in front of him. Jack off. <laughs> I hate this line. I'm just so happy when I'm with you. <laughs> I said it like that, too. I'm just so happy when I'm with you. <laughs> I'm just so happy when I'm with you. Nikon is Eeyore. Yeah, I know. I'm Tears begin to so roll down Nikon's face. Boo. Sterling takes Oh, my God. He, so he's saying he's so happy with her, then he starts crying. I'm just so happy with you. 
He's a complicated guy, Trevor. Okay, get no, over he's it. he's not. He's a douche. <laughs> You're speaking <laughs> to roll down Nikon. He's... I feel like... <laughs> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I really feel like we could read this whole thing as if Nikon has Down syndrome and it wouldn't change anything. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up because now I'm going to like... Do his do the voice like Corky? <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do a Corky voice, Come please. On. A few lines at least. Um, I'm just so happy when I'm with you. <laughs> I like ice tears, cream. <laughs> tears begin to roll down Nikon's face. Sterling takes him into her arms. I'm sorry, Nike. Back to interior. Norman and Nikon's apartment. Continuous. Michelle now has an arm around Nikon. Ah, oh, see that shit flipped. Yeah, that's clever right there. That looks is like clever. We're, oh wait, looks like we're both sinking on the same boat. Yeah, so you're Michelle now. Oh, you always were. Say it again. Wait. Say it again. <laughs> you're a douchebag. That's the line. Looks like we're both sailing. Huh? Looks like we're both sinking on the same boat. <laughs> I'm sinking. You won't even set sail. What is that supposed to mean? That she she won't even try. Oh, he okay. tried and got shot down. Oh, she won't even try. Oh, yeah, that's right. We keep interrupting. I forgot the flow of this. Michelle looks down at her lap, biting her bottom lip. Fucking hack. <laughs> then she sits up and nods with a smile as she puts her beer down on the table. You're right. How can I whine that I can't have him if he doesn't even know how I feel? The next time I see him, before Michelle can finish her sentence, Norman and Kristen burst through the door, joined at the mouth, arms darting all over as they try to undress each other. God, I want you to fuck me so bad. Norman, isn't it obvious what we're doing right now to Michelle? Fuck me in front of her. <laughs> okay. Uh, there were some extra lines there, folks. That I added, yes. They continue, oblivious to the shocked stares of Nikon and Michelle, undressing each other as they make their way to... That's really badly phrased. Yeah, and it's also impossible. They continue undressing each other, oblivious to the shocked stares of Nikon and Michelle as they make their way to Norman's room. Shoes are kicked off, one flying to the small table where Nikon and Michelle's beers are, knocking them over with a crash. Yeah. Nikon and Michelle watch all this in shock. As mentioned before with the shock stairs part. <laughs> Asshole. Asshole. Not noticing the stairs or even that anyone else is in the room, Kristen pulls her tiny belly shirt over her head and Norman kicks off his pants while one hand remains firmly up Kristen's skirt. By the time they reach the door, Norman is wearing one sock and boxers and Kristen is wearing only a short skirt. The door shuts with a slam. There's a long moment of silence as Nikon and Michelle stare at the door, bewildered. Then Nikon looks down at the spilt beer and broken glass. God damn it. Nikon goes into the kitchen as Michelle plops onto the couch, burying her face in her hands. Nikon comes back with a broom and dustpan, muttering to himself. And then there's a parenthetical that says muttering. Bastard. <laughs> Just because you never get laid. Gotta be a dick. Let me clean this shit up. He holds the dustpan out to Michelle. Michelle, can you hold this for a sec? He finally looks up and sees her crying. 
Putting the broom and dustpan down, he sits next to her on the couch and hugs her close. Mm-hmm. She melts into him, crying into his shoulder. God, how many people are going to cry into fucking people? Uh, God, fucking all this crying. Did we do that a lot when we were kids? Did we know people that fucking just broke into tears and fucking shoulder crying and commenced? Oh, I don't know, I guess. Trevor, uh, this next title card, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is from a song that you wrote about me. I don't remember anymore. I don't care. Title to... card. That was the then name of the like... song. What? It was the name of the song was title card. Shut up. Title card. Then you wipe your mouth from kissing her pussy lips, fucking her while she fucks you. One of life's little quips. Cut to interior Randall's grill kitchen afternoon. Norman and Icon are wearing soiled aprons doing dishes. Norman holds up a plate with a good amount of spaghetti left on it. Nikon looks at it, unimpressed. Until Norman turns it upside down and gravity completely fails to do its job. Nikon chuckles slightly but goes back into his silent revelry. (laughs) He has a sense of humor, but he doesn't use it. (laughs) Uh, It is rusty in the the closet. (laughs) Randall comes in from up front. All right, it's two. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. When are they fucking working? Like fucking 12 to 2, like the most non-busy time ever? Yeah, I guess. Nikon immediately... We didn't know what working was like. That's true. Nikon immediately dries his hands and goes to hang up his apron. Norman just looks down at the sink in front of him. (laughs) He just looks down at the sink in front of him. And then he reads his fucking line. His fucking line, Norman. Oh, that's me. God damn it. I got us mixed up. I'm sorry. Uh, Nikon immediately dries his hands. and It just seemed like more of a Nikon thing to do. Yeah, really. Nikon immediately dries his hands and goes to hang up his apron. Norman just looks down at the sink in front of him. I'm not finished. You put in your two hours during the lunch rush. I think Howie can handle it from here. Norman shrugs, dries his hands, and goes to hang up his apron. Meanwhile, Howie enters, already slipping an apron over his head. Hey, uh, the wife's gonna. Oh. Hey, the wife's going to her sister's. You guys want to do something tonight? Yeah, I want to sleep. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. What the fuck, dude? It's no, it's two in the morning. Oh, it is the afternoon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like why are why, why are they off at two in the afternoon? They did two hours of dishes at the most not busy time at all. No, the lunch rush. Oh yeah, okay, maybe it was the lunch rush. That's fine. But I thought still, it was two in the morning. But which still, he wants six. to sleep after two. It, I hate this guy. He's a fuckbag. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I want to sleep. He's depressed. Sleeping all day. Uh Oh, Nikon? Yeah, I want to sleep. Nikon? Sorry, got to go talk to a girl. My fucking, oh my God, we stole it right out of goddamn Goodwill Hunting. You're goddamn right we did. Norman leaves over, leans over to Randall, the blonde. Randall nods his head in understanding, but Norman and Nikon are already heading out the door. He leans against the edge of the sink where Howie is finishing the dishes. I never did credit them on their people skills. What are you doing tonight? A Tupperware party. Randall sighs. I'm in a hacky universe. (laughs) (laughs) Surrounded by fucking poorly written assholes. Oh, No, see, the thing is, the thing is, Norman wants to sleep because he's a lazy piece of shit. Nikon 
has to go talk to a girl. I don't know the blonde. Would that be Sterling? Sterling. Okay, so he's going to go fuck shit up with Sterling again. But Howie, he's just like, fuck you. Anything but hanging out with you. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Howie's like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to not hide the fact at all that I'm making something up <laughs> that I don't want to hang out with you. And by the way, you're single-handedly the most generous person in this whole universe. Yeah. <laughs> you're the only decent person that has existed so far in any capacity. Oh, my God. That's I right. I nothing to do with it. Pretty much everybody in this fucking script so far is a piece of shit. Michelle's nice. Michelle's nice, but she's dumb as a dumb as they come. Yeah. All right. And Sterling seems sweet, I guess. (laughs) It's not her fault. Some losers in love with her. Yeah. For reasons we don't know. Or thinks that he is. Yeah. Dude, they're at this point in our lives. We didn't think there was a reason for anything. We were just like. When you fall in love, it's like magic because everyone's got a magnet in their heart that only attracts one other magnet. I guess. I don't know. Cut two. Interior. Sterling's apartment. Day. Sterling is talking on the phone while she does some tidying up around the apartment. She isn't cleaning so much as organizing and straightening, being that the apartment is already very clean. What is with this clean apartment? Like, what is my obsession? We have to make... That's the thing that's making me laugh. It's not that we're just, like, clean and dirty, but, like, she. we have to make her OCD in order for her to, like, really put forth the fact that this place is is clean. Like, we made her Danny Tanner. We made her Monica Geller. Yes, we did. Oh, my God. That's the second Friends reference in this. We liked Friends. It was about that time. Yeah. Okay, so we'll meet at House 3.30. Great. No dots here. No dots. This is a fast (laughs) conversation. Okay, so we'll meet at House 3.30. Great. I heard this movie's really good. She looks up as the doorbell rings. Hey, I've got to let you go. There's someone at the door. Yeah, see you in a bit. Bye. Starling hangs up and answers the door, finding Nikon on the other side. She smiles. Hey, Nikon. Come on in. I just put on some coffee. Nikon, grinning slightly, accepts her invitation. Interior, Sterling's apartment. Kitchen, moments later. Nikon and Sterling sit on either side of the small dining table that resides in the middle of the kitchen, each with a steaming coffee mug at hand. So what's up, sweetie? Not too much. Just kind of wanted to talk to you about some stuff. What's on your mind? Well... I don't want you to get upset or anything. Nikon, sweetie. You know I'm always here if you need someone to talk to about anything. <laughs> she places a hand on Nikon's hand. He nods slightly. Yeah. I know. It's just... He takes a moment to gather his thoughts. Well... When I came by the other day, it, it didn't exactly turn out like I thought it would. Hun, things like that never turn out the way people think they will. You know I love you, but it's just not that way. I just thought that if maybe... Nike, please. I really don't want I don't, to... I really don't feel like talking about this. I know it's just going to hurt your feelings, and I don't want to do that. She's Blanche now from Golden Girls. 
No, no, Blanche would take the dick. That's true. <clears throat> but please. She gives him an imploring look and he puts his head down like a fucking scolded child, apparently. Yeah. Let's just talk about something else, okay? How's Catching the Rye coming along? Sean read it in five hours. You've been reading it for like two weeks. Are you stupid? Do you have Down syndrome? <laughs> Timmy! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, how's Catching the Rye coming along? Nikon shrugs, staring into his coffee. They sit in silence for a couple moments. Eventually, Sterling goes over and hugs him. Look, I need to get ready. Me and a friend are going to see a movie, and we're supposed to meet in half an hour. She nods and walks him to the door. Cheer up, okay? <laughs> I don't like, like seeing you sad. It sounded like you said she walks into the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I wish would happen. Yes. Cheer up, okay? I don't like seeing you sad. I'll try. She smiles and kisses him on the cheek. Yeah. Come see me soon, okay? Sure. He leaves and Sterling closes the door, letting out a sad kind of sigh. As opposed to the happy kinds <sighs> of sighs. Yeah, like, ha! <laughs> See? That's, that's a happy sigh. If you say so. <clears throat> I say so. I sigh so. Cut to exterior, rooftop, night. Norman and Icon are sitting at the edge of the roof, looking down at the street as they talk. Under Norman's arm is his journal. As he speaks, he absentmindedly twirls a pen between his fingers. So she wouldn't even let you talk to her about it? Nikon just shakes his head. I'm sorry, man. That's really shitty. Nikon shrugs. Yeah, well. What can you do? That's the problem with women. You never can tell. I mean, the last woman I knew whose mind I could understand was Mary Singer. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Oh, I'm so much happier than I was seconds ago. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I did that. That poor girl put up with so much in middle school, and I fucking used her name and and did this to her. This next line to her, oh my, my God, God, I'm a, I'm an irredeemable prick. <laughs> Oh, Mary I'm going to read my Singer. line again, and then we'll continue. Did Do you want to explain who Mary Singer was? It doesn't matter. Okay. I think I've said enough. Or is. She's probably still alive. And looks probably. great. Probably, she's probably a fucking stone-cold hottie. You probably change her name to Jennifer Lawrence or something. <laughs> That's the problem with women. You never can tell. I mean, the last woman I knew whose mind I could understand was Mary Singer. Nikon, apparently thrown off by this, laughs. She had Down syndrome. Exactly. Her motivations were easily apparent. Candy? Sure. Discussion on metaphysics? Pass. Thanks. <laughs> Always an easy one to figure out, that Mary. <laughs> That's actually funny. Nikon begins laughing nearly uncontrollably, and Norman soon falls prey to the giggles himself. <laughs> Look, man, it isn't that big a deal. Just give her some time to come around. I like that we actually, re even at this point, realized, you know what? They don't even share a laugh in this whole fucking script. But they're supposed to be best friends for years. 
we yeah. have we have to have something that shows that they are like you know friends and of of like they're not just they're hud- best friends in morosity. Yeah, and they're not just like huddling together for warmth, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, do that. I'm sorry. Do your line again. Um. Look, man, it isn't that big a deal. Just give her some time to come around. Yeah. You keep saying that. Have a little faith. No, no, wait. What was it? How can you expect other people to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? That's how it goes, right? You're going to quote my dad at me now? Seems like he was a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just I'll just talk to her again. Catch her in a better mood or something. If that's what you think is best. Now, come on. The sun's going to be up soon. And I want to sleep. Nikon nods and they stand, heading off of the roof. And falling. <laughs> really, really got to clarify that, man. Yeah, right. Nikon nods and they stand and just step off to their death. As, as wordy as you are in the script, of all the places to actually have some more description. <laughs> Interior, Norman and Icon's apartment, day. Norman is standing in the kitchen, the phone to his ear. He's still wearing his wet, dirty apron from work. The phone can be heard ringing. Bring, bring. Oh. Hey, sweetheart, how's things? Hey, honey, you done with work? Yeah, listen, did I wake you? Not really, I was just doing uh, a little reading. Reading a little, that's all. Read it again. Not really. I was just dozing while... Wait. Dozing while reading. Okay. Not really. I was just dozing while reading a little. That's all. Well, I just got off work and had nothing to do, so I was thinking... Can you hold on a sec? Um, yeah. Sure. Norman looks around at the dishes piled up in the sink and the overflowing trash can. He groans, sneering at them with contempt. Then, noticing that he still has his apron on, he takes it off, pulling the phone cord as far as it will go to journey into the living room to find a place for it. He eventually puts it on top of the television. <laughs> That's a good bit of business. Completely unnecessary, but otherwise it's okay. Yeah. Sorry. You still there? Yeah. So, listen. I was thinking we could spend some time together, run a couple of movies or something. Cut to interior. Randall's grill. Kitchen. Day. Nikon is finishing up the last of the dishes. <laughs> Drying the last one. He so, so Norman just left his ass. Yeah, he just, what happened. Yeah, he just in the middle of fucking <laughs> doing dishes, he left. Probably didn't say anything, just no. walked away. Yeah. Drying the last one, he puts it on its stack of, and dries his hands. He goes over to a row of pegs where the aprons hang. The first two pegs with the words his and hers written above in marker. Randall comes in behind him as he hangs his apron under hers. As Nikon looks quizzically at the empty his peg, Randall comes up right behind him. He fucking left with his apron on. Nikon jumps. (laughs) That was kind of funny. I like that scene. He fucking left with his apron on. (laughs) Right after we see him fucking taking his apron off and putting it on the TV because there's nowhere to do it ever, ever. I love the contrast also of the fucking full dishes that never get done because they don't want to do dishes because that's all they do yeah literally all they do yeah we were yeah in life other than bitching on roofs roofs cut to oh and you know what at that point let's uh let's leave it there 
because I think we've reached a good point where, you know, we've established that Norman will leave work with his apron on. <laughs> and then he'll just drape it over a television. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a good, good spot to stop this episode. Okay. God, this the, the the further we go into this script, dude, the 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 funnier it seems to be getting just for me because I don't remember half this stuff. Yeah, it's it's been years since I read this, and I have to say, there, you know, just from my memory, it turns out that your version is actually the best version that there is because there's actually good good moment. You know, we learned a little bit in the four or five years between drafts, and I think you hey, were, you know. No, go ahead. I think you were doing this as an exercise just in script writing. Like you just needed Probably. something. We, we, at, well, by the time you did this draft, we weren't trying to do anything with it other than you were just trying to get through a draft. Was that, um, that's my memory. I don't know it. if that's true, but I definitely was reading a lot about screenwriting at the time and trying to apply it. But, I mean, it's still not good <laughs> at all. Yeah, but it is, for the audience's benefit, it actually is, you know, you've heard us at our absolute worst with the Highlander, the Immortal Battle Continues. So, I mean, this this script actually was worse. This is, you actually are getting the best version for what it's worth of this script. Which is, which is a shame, kind of. <laughs> um, but uh, I, uh, I think it would be redundant to read the first draft on the air, on the podcast, yeah. which is not air. Unless, well, I guess you use Wi-Fi. It's air, sure. Um, Airish. But I might read it just for my own funsies, just to see what the similarities and differences are. Yeah. Will you? Will you tell us what they are later on when you find out? Yeah, sure. Okay. You can well, do a little addendum just for that, maybe. Well, we have that to look forward to. All right, folks. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at, at the Ferris House. Listen to our other podcast, Touche Douche. And, uh, you know, f- fuck, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Patreon, we're, every- we're all over the place. You got anything else to say, Sean? Yeah, uh, in episode, in the first part of this, in episode four, we uh, we got through 13 pages of the script. This time we got through an additional 18 pages. Oh, wow. So let's see if we can get uh, even more uh, on the we, next We only episode. have 99 pages left to go, Trevor. Oh, good. So that'll be what, episode six? D. Six. 66. You got it. All right. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. (laughs) Fuck. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.